recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast, brought to you by TheFunk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski. Hey, Devo Spice. Hey, Luke Ski. We've got Jeff, Whit- Jeff Whitmire in the house, yay! Hey, everyone! Hi, How you doing? Jeff Whitmire in the house. Welcome to episode 558 of the Funny Music Podcast. It's harvesting your brain again! <laughs> no reason. And it, and it has nothing to do with horror. Jeff and I were talking horror before the show started, mm-hmm. so... Um, yeah. not, nothing, absolutely nothing to do with that. Just random crap that pops into my head because that's the way my brain works. So let's do this whole catch up thing. Let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week. Or else Devo, if Luke failed and didn't show up. Hey, what? No, he's right. So Luke, what you been up to? Eh... Going to the dentist way more than I would prefer to be going. Um, uh, what else have I been doing? Um, <laughs> I uh, I recorded uh, an episode of um, Tony Goldmark's podcast, Escape from Vault Disney. Um, he is uh, gonna. He, he took a. He had a big kind of. What's it called? Um, What's the basketball thing called? March Madness? They <laughs> <laughs> basically had that kind of a poll, uh, having people guess on potential topics for what a whole month of episodes could be on for Escape from Vault Disney. And the winner was Muppet Month. So, um... Excuse me. So, um... So, uh, we had the first episode, and uh, I won't say what wins, but I will say that uh, one of the... Other guests uh, was uh, Grant Pachoco of Throwing Toasters, who has worked on Jim Henson Productions before as a as a puppeteer. So um, it'll be really cool uh, once uh, once all of this stuff starts, uh, uh, you know, or, or once once it gets posted. Anyway, yeah. So all five of the episodes coming out in the month of March will be, uh, you know, Muppet and Muppet related properties. Uh, Jim Henson Company related properties that are available on Disney Plus, so you have all of that to look forward to. Cool. Um, let's see. Uh, I went to Carrie had a Zoom birthday party on uh, Saturday night. That was fun, just hanging out and playing Jackbox games. And we had the yeah. I'm sorry I didn't make it to that. We were doing lots of stuff, and I was very very exhausted when we were done. So I was like, I'm sorry, I can't, and just crashed. Let's see, we had the last MarsCon meeting, um, and uh, we also had a uh, kind of a a tech MarsCon meeting, and uh, I'll, something that has to do with that I'll mention during um, Funny Music News. But yeah, that's about it. What have you been up to since last week? I don't know. What do you want from me? Um, let me see. Uh, I got my COVID Updates. shot. <laughs> I, I got my first COVID shot the other day, so that, that was that's a good thing. Um I've been working on the tech for my streaming so I can actually perform like live concert streams on on Twitch and stuff. And I think I finally figured it out. 
Um, I've, I figured out I need to set up like a virtual, virtual sound device in my computer, route my microphone and my backing track to the sound device, and then bring the sound device into OBS. And that allows me to perform without lag between my vocals and the backing track. Um, so yeah, well, I'm almost there. Can you do like a YouTube tutorial on how you set that up by any chance? Or? Um, I can, and actually, uh, there there's one out there because that's how I I figured it out. There's uh, there was a guy okay. I don't All remember right. his name. I can find the video again and send it to you if you want. But there's a guy who plays guitar, cool. sings, yeah. and has a backing track, and he has it all in sync and performs. Um. So that's all. That's what I found out early on in the quarantine was trying to re- do like a live stream with a backing track is just a nightmare. Yeah, so, it yeah. Is. If there's a better way to do that. I'd love to know it. Yeah, it is. Um, and uh, I recorded and released a new episode of The Insider, uh, which came out today, where I, I finally talk about the results of my top fifty poll. That's available on DevoSpice.com or on your favorite podcatcher. Um, I missed January just because the month got away from me and it just, you know, things happened. So, so Jeff, what you, what have you been up to? Uh, I've been farming. <clears throat> so, uh, this year my plan is to release two albums and an animated video. Um, so I'm releasing an album of, uh, all horror movie parodies which of course started with the whole zoom thing and that kind of snowballed. So doing a pair, an album of horror movie parodies and I'm doing an album of originals using these two things that I started learning in quarantine. Um, so I've been farming and I was trying to split the difference between doing originals and doing uh, parodies. So yeah, it's been, it's been a busy month. Uh, not a lot of sleep. <laughs> so, you, so you're uh, actually going through with songs. Yeah. You're actually going through and completing farm. I gave up. I'm on 12 songs right now with a with the weekend coming up and uh so I should finish it yeah I'm open you'll but be yeah good. I mean it's definitely I mean I, I I think when you're you know when you're trying to balance the job and the kids and everything and also do 14 songs um yeah it's hard to find that that solid time to do that so it's usually a lot of late nights but yeah for me it was more like <laughs> Yeah, there's the job, there's the kids, and then there's the Fump and the Fump cast and Fump Fest and yeah, right. you know, yeah. all the you other mean, stuff no, I got going yeah. on and I'm like I just I'm <laughs> like, yeah, I can crap out fourteen songs if I really want to, but then I'm gonna have fourteen crappy songs and it's gonna be a waste of time. I you know, I I just Yeah I, like yes. I have I have more important things to do and I just I got two songs done and then I gave up. So I saw that, yeah, you did the yeah, you put po- you posted too, yeah. Yep. I always worried about that too. I'm like, am I doing anything good just because I'm trying to rush something out? But I mean, I, I tend to put like a lot into it. So if I have an idea and I think it's a good one, then the next thing I know, I can't just come down to an audio. I got to start doing harmonies and I got to start layering it. And uh, um, so yeah, it become every demo becomes like a full on production. But <laughs> next thing I know, it's three in the morning and I got to wake up for work. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling. But, but 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 the song tonight was from the farm, so that, I guess that worked out for you. <laughs> yeah, so that's a good segue, as any. Give us a good intro to this song, and we'll give it a listen. Uh, okay, so the song tonight is "Maga Maggie," which is one of my farm songs this year. Uh, it was not one I was planning on on doing, but uh, the challenge was to write a song with someone's name in the title, and which I've really I don't think I've ever done. But I was just walking through the grocery store, and this idea came into my mind, and it's about that beloved person that we all know on YouTube that 
doesn't like fact checkers. All or right. On Facebook, sorry. On Facebook. <laughs> Here is Maga Maggie by Jeff Whitmire. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Vision is a real great show, but you bust a thread about hating Joe. Hey Maggie, just hear my plea. I can't stand another conspiracy. Now you're gone, it seems you've had enough. Guess you got a little fear of facts and stuff. Hey Maggie, Maggie, what you gotta say? You gonna get another eight fact checks today? Even though it's over, you're supposed to not. Well, I've heard you've gone full Q and on. Hey Maggie, Maggie, screaming it was stolen. Well, you took your little tantrum to the cat. All right, so I played the video for this song, and I don't know if there's a difference between what's up on YouTube and what's up on the thump. I know the the one on the thump doesn't have the intro with the uh, the woman complaining. No, the YouTube revolution. video just has that extra little, yeah. Oh, okay. I right. didn't know if that was the only difference. Yeah, but there's no other difference besides that. Okay. No. No, so this one was weird because <laughs> it's, it went through a crazy ride because when you're doing the farm, you're pretty much just posting demos. Yeah. Uh, unfinished songs. So you're just putting up demos with the intention that maybe someday after February you'll get to them, which I didn't do last year because pandemic. Uh, um, so the idea is you're just posting up demos, which this is the first year I'm actually doing that, um, which has been a, a crazy amount of fun. So with the version on the phone was just me playing on guitar and Dr. Demento played it on his show. And I was like, wow, that was weird. So he pulled um, it right off of FOM? <laughs> he played the demo, yes. He played the demo from the FOM on his show. Oh, cool. That Yeah, it was just the demo. I was like, oh, that's not even finished, but uh, that's <laughs> cool. <laughs> but then when it kind of got that ball rolling, I, I was like, oh, I got to do something with it. And I'm like, I can't really, I don't want to spend too much time trying to do studio versions during February. Because there's already enough going on, right? Um, but I did, I did reach out to Chris Mezalesta, who did Twitter Anxiety this year for me, my acapella song, and um, 
who he, he did the mix for that. And I was like, can, can we do something with this? He's like, I have an idea. And uh, he came up with this like idea of basically uh, he turned it into like this bombastic ska song. And I was like, at the first time I heard it, I was like, that's freaking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he added all the, the percussion and the, the horns to it and everything. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> so that's the version that's on uh, the fall or the fump and YouTube. Cool. Yeah, it came out very cool, and uh, yeah, Chris does amazing work. That, that's the, my standard reaction to anything yeah. Chris does for me is like, holy crap, this is amazing. Right? Yeah, I I was driving to get my son one the one night uh, to pick him up, and that's when like I saw it came up. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll listen to this, and I, I practically got into a traffic accident because <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So. <laughs> but yeah i mean it was uh um i i i don't think i would have written it normally uh i i was kind of doing a lot of health kind of stuff about uh, my but the first half of the fall was going to be really personal originals not even all comedy i was going to do songs about being ocd and mm -hmm. um leaving c and and uh um that kind of thing it was going to be a little more serious i did a song about elisa lamb uh those were the things in my head, but they, the idea popped up in the phone, write a song with someone's name in the title. I'm like, I'm not doing that. And I'm walking <laughs> through the grocery store. I work, I work, I supervise a group home. So I have to go, I have to go grocery shopping every week and I'm walking through the store and I'm thinking about like some people I know. Um, I don't know if I should mention any names, uh, like my wife's friend on Facebook, uh, who blocked me. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> cause I fact check, and I was just thinking about all these ideas. I was thinking about the Elizabeth from the Capitol and everything. And I just started singing the chorus. I was like, hey, Maggie, Maggie, what you got to say? You going to get it? I was like, oh, I kind of like that. That's a, that's a cute little hook. And then, so, yeah, I just, uh, I ran, I rushed. It was one of those days you, you guys can relate. I rushed home. I'm like, I need paper now. <laughs> yeah. And I rushed home and just started jotting down the lyrics for it. I tend to use my, the, um, the voice recorder app on my phone. Just the, the voice, I forget what it's that, called. Yeah. yeah. Voice memos, I think, or something. I just, yeah, I didn't I want to do that in the middle of Giant, though. Oh, I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, I'll, or I'll turn on the camera and I'll just, yeah. I, I, and I was, I was, I was like, do I want to do like just be in the middle of Giant going, hey, Maggie, Maggie, what you got to say? You're going to get another. <laughs> I don't know. In my area, that might have, that might not have gone well. <laughs> About five people without mask on would have been like, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> you talking to me? My name's Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> no, very cool. So yeah, I don't like to get, I don't like to get very political, but it was just, it was more related to just generally, you know, just people that I know online that yeah, mess up my day. <laughs> I've been tempted to write, write songs about those people on my Facebook feed, but I've, I've been more tempted to just block them. And that's kind of what I've been doing. So, right. And that's normally <laughs> what I would do. And I don't, I wouldn't normally do that, but I figure it's fall. So, you know, you're just thinking, okay, I have an idea. I'm going to write it. Yeah. I didn't expect it to get played. <laughs> I, I didn't expect Dr. D to play it on a show. So, well, it came out very cool. And I, and was, I hope he thanks, plays the, the final, you know, Mesolesta mix version. Cause that's, it's kind yeah, of, a rocking I, tune. I, yeah, I put it on his, uh, on the Facebook site so hopefully he sees that i, I tagged him in it well hey, he'll see it on way, the fump if know, nothing here's... else too mm -hmm. yeah right yeah so how is farm going otherwise uh, it's going good uh i'm at song 12 as of last night with you know three days left um with two solid ideas 
Uh, like I said, I spent the first seven songs doing all originals, uh, pretty much all played on guitar, um, which has been really cool for me because I, I just learned guitar in quarantine. I, I've always wanted to play my own stuff. So, um, and the stuff from last year, which I'm really happy with, uh, um, which are going to, a lot of that's going to be on the original album. I just, I want to be able to play my stuff on guitar. So I, I learned, I'm like, let's try this. And so for the first seven songs, I did that. Um, with two collabs with a friend of mine, Gail, who does a lot of um, kind of quirky, nerdy music. And then I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna do parodies. I said no parodies this year. But then I realized <laughs> I, I have to do the uh, two albums. So let's spend the second half of the fall doing the horror movie parodies. So I've just been doing that. I did one for uh, um, His House, which was a really great movie. From that last was year. a very good uh, movie. Yes, uh, fan, one of my probably my favorite horror movie of last year. I did a Final Destination one. Um, to uh, a celebration by cool and the gang. Um, I did, I did a little song called WandaVision. <laughs> <laughs> which I played on, uh, which I'm really Mondays happy with, which Devo played, <laughs> which is the second one that got played as a demo, which I'm getting, I'm like, I'm just, I gotta get studio versions of these now. <laughs> well, I played it like with the caveat that this is, you know, was written for FOM. So it's, you know, it's a yeah, quick, yeah, quick yeah. easy version. But you do, I sometimes, you get that, but I, I do sometimes feel like you have to, like if you're posting things like FOM songs on Facebook, sometimes I realize that a lot of my friends and family that aren't really music people, you have to be reminded, these are demos. Yeah. <laughs> these are not a first, these are just me in the basement singing, you know. Yeah, I, I get that because a lot of like non-creative people will think it's supposed to be the final product. You know, it's it's yeah, it's yeah. it's like it's hard to show a sketch to somebody and explain to them what the final piece is going to look like. You know, right, I've, yeah. I've been through that. You know, that's the double-edged sword <laughs> of like posting FOM demos. Like, yeah. like this is just something I whipped up last night at twelve in the morning in my basement. Um, it's going to be better. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So, shall we talk about horror movies for an hour and a half? <laughs> Absolutely. Get me started. I've been on a lot of horror movie podcasts since last year. Have you so really? Been... That's awesome. Oh, oh yeah. Ever ever since Zoom came out, especially. Like, once Zoom came out, um, and I've always been a horror fan, I didn't realize what a... I mean, and, and I was been a follower of Shudder, and I watched, like, the uh, Joe Bob's show, and I a lot of... Most of my Twitter followers are probably, and fan friends are, are horror fans, because mm-hmm. I watched the, the uh, last drive-in with Joe Bob and Darcy and do the live streams. But when Zoom came out, like, people were like, come on our show, talk to you all. So uh, I've got a lot of friends <laughs> that are podcasters, so I've got a two-hour one on Sunday. The guys basically told me, just plan on two hours, and we're talking about... You, you'll appreciate this, Steve, probably. We're talking about the movie House, Oh, nice. (laughs) I had just watched like a couple, like two months ago. I was like, man, I just, I remember watching that movie and it was just cheesy 80s fun, William Katz. And I posted about it and the guy from the podcast was like, oh, we're actually going to do that and talk about the social commentary. Do you want to come on? And I'm like, absolutely, I do. (laughs) For some reason, I just recently showed my kids the scene from House 4 with the pizza. And <laughs> the pizza face. The pizza face, and I don't remember why. I don't remember how it came that up or a, why, but but that that's was that's a hard movie to find. I found that I watched one, two, and three on uh, Voodoo. Well, there is or, no three. Uh, it, 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 uh, there it is went, a three. Well, three was called the horror show. The horror show, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, it's technically yeah, yeah. It wasn't branded as um, House Three unless they went back and re, you know did it retroactively. 
They did do it retroactively. Oh, okay. yeah, it, it does say like House Three or something on it, or, or like part of the House series. But yeah, yeah okay. One, Two, and and Horror Show are on Three, but Four is like nowhere to be found. Oh wow, that's weird. Except well, for the, YouTube, yeah. The pizza YouTube, scene but. is on YouTube, so you, you can see Kane Hodder dressed up like a pizza and attacking somebody. <laughs> Anytime you can see Kane Hodder dressed as a pizza, you need to jump on that. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you can see Kane Hodder, period. <laughs> For the layman in the crowd, Kane Hodder is the guy who played Jason on Friday the 13th, starting at part seven. Mm-hmm. So, seven, eight, nine, and Freddy uh, versus Jason. Six, wasn't it? I think he started at six. Might but... be six. I thought it was seven, but somewhere in there. But he yeah, is like the yeah. definitive Jason Voorhees. So. Oh, yeah. Until Freddy versus Jason, and then they booted him. Yeah, then they kicked him out, and which <laughs> was a shame. I'm almost no, surprised they didn't oh, kick I out Robert England. From that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm almost surprised they didn't kick out Robert England from that movie. The way that production was, you handled. can't kick out Robert England. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> <laughs> which is probably one of the coolest celebrities I've ever met. I have to tell my my son that all the time because he's like so he's kind of in that borderline phase where he's like horror is real and I and I don't want to watch it. And he's like Nightmare on Elm Street is so scary. I'm like you know I met that guy. He's like, what? I'm like, I met, I met Freddie, like, without the makeup and everything. Like, a really nice guy. He's like, really? He was, yeah. I'm, I met him at a convention um, uh, years ago. Really nice guy. Actually, uh, another cool one, a recent one, is I've talked about this because I just did my Final Destination parody. I love the Final Destination series. Anyone who knows me knows I'm obsessed with Final Destination. <laughs> and I finally, I don't know why, why it happened, but my son, oh, uh, Jeffrey Reddick, uh, the writer, the original writer of, of Final Destination, followed me on Twitter and posted my YouTube channel. Out of nice. nowhere, I was like, what just happened there? <laughs> and I'm like we're jumping around the house. I'm like all excited. And my son goes, why are you so excited? I'm like, it's it's Final Destination. He's like, oh, I'm like, okay. He's, he's 11 years old. I'm like, we're going to watch it. And I mentioned it on Twitter <laughs> that my son was going to watch Final Destination. And I get a DM from Jeffrey Reddick. He's like, what's your son's name? And I'm like, Kevin. And we're about 15, 20 minutes into Final Destination. I get a DM from Jeffrey Reddick. It's a video of him saying, Kevin, I want you to know you've got a really awesome dad. He's showing you a great movie, but it's all fake. I can tell you this because I wrote it. And I'm just sitting, my son's like going like kind of, you know, cool. I'm like sitting here melting. <laughs> I'm like, Jeffrey Reddick. <laughs> That's awesome. I yeah, was what, I was geeking out. That was a cool night. <laughs> when I met uh, Robert England, it was at uh, Fangoria's Weekend of Horrors um, years and years mm-hmm. ago, um, and he was there. And they had everybody, you know, line up. He was in a big auditorium room with probably seven or eight hundred people in it, and they were lining up to do autographs. And so they did autographs by row starting at the front of the room and he, you know, the people are signing autographs. He's posing for pictures. They're talking, telling stories and it's taking forever. And I'm in the back of the room and the host was like, okay, we need to get this moving because he's got a plane to catch yada, yada, yada. And the host kept rushing people and Robert just insisted on taking all the time with people and stuff. Mm -hmm. And he actually missed his flight to make sure that everybody in that room, including me got an autograph. Yeah. Um, so I was so impressed with that. So I have, I have his autograph in my scrapbook and you know, the, the Freddie stuff. It's awesome. So yeah, That's great dude. Cool. It's one thing I try and tell people that are like, you know, have a lot of misconceptions about horror and fans and, and, you know, the type of movie and everything. I'm like, I don't think you're going to meet a nicer group of people right? than you will in the horror community. <laughs> <laughs> like just the actors and 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 how they interact with you on Twitter and everything. Like the host crew are some of the coolest people, and they're so supportive. Like if you know you 
uh, like when I posted Zoom, they were retweeting, we were retweeting it and everything. But yeah, it's just a really fun community. Yeah, definitely. If you're a horror fan out there, if you're listening, get jump on board. Get, get <laughs> you know, talk to them on Twitter. Tony Todd, who's Kenny Man, is like amazing on Twitter. I haven't met him. I met uh, Doug Bradley, uh, who's Pinhead, oh, yeah, Hellraiser. Yeah. Pinhead, Pinhead from the Hellraiser movies. He mm-hmm. great guy, really nice guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the guy in front of me in line to get the autograph actually made like a ceramic bust of Pinhead and had Doug Bradley sign it. And Doug was just beside himself. He was like, this is the coolest yeah. thing yeah. ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did. I met Tony too, though. And he was, again, he was phenomenal. And I, but it was funny because everyone was like, sign my candy man, sign my candy man. Of course, I walk up with my final destination poster. Yeah. Like, sign my final destination. <laughs> I know you're in one scene, but. <laughs> nice all right so do you have anything you'd like to plug uh yes um if you want to keep an eye on my um youtube channel jeff whitmire 47 um uh as the fall has been going on i've been trying to get things posted there uh maga maggie and i keep an eye out for wandavision i'm really hoping this weekend uh, uh if you haven't heard wandavision it's it came out really solid and i'm really proud of it uh but keep an eye on that and also my Bandcamp page, jeffwhitmire.bandcamp.com. Uh, over the next couple months, my plan is to get two albums out of originals and parodies. Um, so, uh, yeah, keep an eye out for that. And on Twitter, jeffwhitmire1, at jeffwhitmire1. Follow me, and I love to interact with people. So, All right. All right, so we're going to move on to the news. you sticking around, or are you taking off to work on FOM? I, I will stick around. Okay, cool. All right, let's do some news. The world's longest-running comedy music concert series is coming from inside your house! (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That went to a dark place. (laughs) Virtual MarsCon 2021 is taking place online for free on March 12th, 13th, and 14th. Hi, MarsCon! This year's event will have live stream performances by The Great Luke Ski, Devo Spice, Worm Quartet, Insane Ian, TV's Kyle and Lindzilla, Il Nage, Beth Kinderman, Tom Smith, Throwing Toasters, Amy Engelhart, an AMA interview with Ookla the Mop, and this year's music guest of honor, Robbie Ellis. We'll also be doing a virtual Q&A with the man who has been playing drums in Weird Al Yankovic's band for over 40 years, John Bermuda Schwartz. Drum for info on how to watch, go to MarsCon.com. And for info on the comedy music track, go to MarsConComedy.com. And uh, do watch out for flying lobsters. Thanks for listening, funny music fans. And I hope to see you all at Virtual MarsCon 2021. Time for funny music news. Something, something, something. In the news. News, news, news. Uh, Devo Spice announced the results of his top 50 poll. Um, I I go through this in detail on my uh, on on my podcast. I just want to run down really quick the top ten, uh, just because mm-hmm. I think people might be interested. Um, so there are a bunch of ties. So tied at number eight, well eight, nine, and ten um, is Platform Wars. We want the Fump and Weird Al didn't write this song. <laughs> uh, tied for number six, we have the Geeks Come Out at Night and Devo. Are you shoebox? Number six. Uh, Number five, we have Snack Bar. Tied for number three, we have Dinky McDiddly Boots and Spider Verses. And tied for number one, we have I Am the Doctor and In the 80s. 
And uh, I say on the podcast, I, I was expecting those two songs to be, you know, close to the top. I was not expecting them to be number one. I figured, like, Spider Verses or Dinky McDiddly Boots or even Snack Bar might be number one. Was not expecting Devo or Your Shoebox to come in as high as it did. So that was that was fun. Um, well, first of all, my main comment would, of course, be I'm in five of those top ten songs. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that's 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 really cool. Uh, um, I just I had a thought and then it just disappeared from my brain. <laughs> It'll come <Go> back. <laughs> um, the Gothicals Kickstarter is officially over. They ended with a grand total of eight thousand two hundred ninety-three dollars. So congratulations. Uh, the digital version of the album has already been released to backers. Uh, the general public, I believe, can get it starting tomorrow. And the Fump February newsletter went out the other day uh, talking about things like MarsCon, the comedy music spreadsheet we put out, up or new videos, and more. Uh, if you're not on our mailing list, you can read it online at tiny.cc slash fump0221 for February of 2021. tiny.cc slash fump0221. All right, you got any MarsCon updates for us? Uh, the main thing with MarsCon... Um <laughs> All right, I'm going to I'm going to mention something <laughs> that basically I'm trying to avoid, but the hell with it. Um this doesn't this, this is nothing to do with MarsCon. Um it, if you if you if you saw uh, a Facebook post I did complaining about dental stuff, one of the things that happened to me this week was I was supposed to go in and get a um and get a new crown on one of my teeth, and they had a temporary crown there. While the other crown was being the new, the new, they were replacing an old crown that was like very old. It was like from before I moved out to California, old. So it'd been in there a long time, and uh, they were replacing it. So I was supposed to go in and and get that replaced, but when they got it, they they said that they felt something was wrong with it, like it wasn't perfectly lined up with whatever. So they needed to send it back to uh, get it fixed. <laughs> so um. You know, send it back to the place where they get the the crowns made to make to have them do whatever they need to do, adjust it, and make it super perfect. Because obviously, it's going to be part of my head, so they want it to be perfect. But since it took, since they they didn't figure that out until they took the temporary tooth out and they had to destroy like the temporary tooth in the process of doing that, it, rather than like give me a new temporary tooth, they just kind of sealed up the the, the spot where everything's going to be, and I was just like, well, we'll just you know give you a call when the thing's ready. So basically. For the immediate time being, I'm I'm missing a tooth in the front of my goddamn face. So it's like, mm. yay. So, <laughs> so basically, it's and and the white thing there is like the amalgam stuff that they put over the spot to like you know, you know everything's fine with it. It's it, they're just covering it up so no, like food or nothing else gets in there to mess it up. Yeah. But now I, it's just embarrassing that you know, uh, that that I don't have this you know tooth there and I've, I've been sitting here that's main the main reason i wasn't talking much during during uh uh jeff's interview is because i i'm just like self-conscious about it so it's like screw it i'm just gonna mention it because well you you, know. you can't really see it on camera while you're talking mm -mm. i mean when you smiled obviously we could see it but just you yeah. talking it generally can't see it so <laughs> which is why i'm glad that you know <laughs> This happened at the perfect time in, you know, the history of America where everywhere I go, I have to wear a mask on my face. So right. I don't have to worry about it. But anyway, it's just, it's just it's one of the many aspects of the past week that just made me particularly angry because I've been at the dentist 
three times in the past 18 days, and I'm going to have to go at least once, if not twice more, in the next, like, between now and MarsCon. The good news is that unless something heinous happens, it'll all be, you know, taken care of by the time MarsCon happens. They'll have to be on camera pretty much all day, all three days. <sighs> so anyway, it'll be, it'll be taken care of. About MarsCon is that, um, so we need some volunteers. Uh, this, it would need to be a person who is willing to, we need somebody who has, uh, uh, OBS. What does that stand for again, Devo? Open Broadcast System, I think. Yes. If you have an open broadcast system set up on your computer, uh, uh, the, the Mars Condimenta track needs volunteers for each of the three days. Friday, it's a three-hour, well, just over three-hour span of time. Saturday is a just over four-hour span of time. And Sunday is a, a just over three-hour span of time. And the way the tech is working is uh, the... The, the programming and stuff for the uh, MarsCon comedy music track uh, programming, people are going to, people are going to be doing their concerts coming into my Zoom, uh, and also a handful you know a couple of others will be there kind of as live audience people, uh, and then and then a person who is uh, you know basically the volunteer I'm looking for is also going to be in that Zoom so that they can have their screen uh, broadcasting what's happening in my zoom from their computer onto the uh the convention's main page youtube feed so that basically i have my computer handling the processing of running the show and then somebody else's computer is handling the processing of of, of streaming it onto youtube so that it isn't my computer doing both of those things and also i don't have an obs setup so basically we need someone who's going to be willing to hop on and be the person who is streaming that YouTube feed, you know, the Zoom feed onto YouTube uh, for that duration of time for each of the three days. One for Friday, one for Saturday, one for Sunday. If you want to do it more than once, if you want to do it all three days, you know, that's great. I, I thank you and I'll try to figure out a way to repay you for your for your volunteerness. Um, but basically, I need you to get a hold of me, you know, ASAP and let me know if you are, you know, willing and able to be one of those people for us and which days you would be available and if you need to know what the exact times are those days go to marsconcomedy.com and click on the schedule page and uh the main schedule that's listed there is in the central time zone but there's a link there you can click on to see well, what the schedule is in the you know other u.s time zones so you can know exactly when we need you to sign on and also if possible we'd want you to um uh, come to a kind of a tech dry run rehearsal to make sure that everybody knows how everything's going to work. And um, so, so again, uh, looking for people with OBS who are willing to be our, you know, Zoom to YouTube streamer person for each of the three days, etc. So, yeah, email me, thegreatlukeski at gmail.com. And for everybody else, uh, we've kind of figured, you know, they've been trying to decide the best way to do things uh, over at MarsCon Central and as I just said, there's going to be a YouTube feed. What they're actually doing is set up two, setting up two YouTube pages. One will be MarsCon main stage, and the other one will be MarsCon panels. And um, so uh, all of the comedy music track stuff is going to happen on the Mar MarsCon main stage streams. And uh, the, the, the chunks of time that are the comedy music track are going to be... They, they aren't going to break it down into like each individual concert. It's just going to be like the whole three-hour or the whole four-hour thing. And... For each of those, they're going to pre-schedule um, 
the live stream so that before the convention happens, we will know what the link is for that live stream. So we don't have them yet, but once I do have them and I know that they're set and official, I will be posting them so that everybody knows exactly where to tune in uh, for when the stuff happens. So basically, it'll be on YouTube and everyone can um, hang out on YouTube and watch. And um, there's also going to be... Uh, I mean, YouTube already has a, a chatting feature, so I'm not sure if people would prefer to use that or or there's going to be a Discord set up for MarsCon. People might want to chat there instead. Um, I That's kind of secondary to just figuring out all the video stuff, but it's a thing. So more details on that as it all gets worked out in the in the uh, two weeks left up to when we uh, actually, you know, do this mother. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, and as long as... Uh, we're uh, having a moment here. Let's do an unboxing video, because I think this might have to do with uh, uh, making this podcast better. So my brother Michael, I think this is from him, he sent me a box, which I already opened. Oh, look! <laughs> it's an MXL 770. <laughs> nice! Microphone, which shockingly seems to be like literally the exact same model as this microphone that I've been using for years. I don't know where he found this, <laughs> but, um, so I guess after the show, I'll be able to take this out and put it in here and see if it works better than this one. Uh, because as you all have probably seen a bunch of times, uh, either the microphone has something unsoldered that's broken loose. That makes this thing, disconnect from the XLR cord or something. And uh, my brother, Michael, you know, when we were doing our family Zoom meetings, was like asking me a bunch of questions about what my, what what microphone do you use? What mixing board do you use? And I'm like, I was, he'd always ask me this stuff when I was in the middle of an ease shift and I couldn't answer any of his questions. <laughs> so yeah, that was super nice of him. Um, so yeah, so hopefully the future Pumpcasts will uh, be better for everybody, or Sweet. at least better for me <laughs> and Devo. <laughs> so there you go. All right, tour dates on Sundays on YouTube: Escape from the Secret Lab featuring Dr. Pinkerton. On Thursdays online, Steve Goody. On Fridays online, Carla Albrick. Uh, on the fifth on on Zoom, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. That is a stand-up comedy show. And on the 6th on Zoom, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. That is a musical comedy show. Go to philjohnsoncomedy.com for free tickets and more information about these shows. And on the 12th on Zoom, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. And then on the 12th through the 14th, online on YouTube, MarsCon. Yay! All right, birthdays. Coming up tomorrow, February 26th, is me, my birthday. Oh, yeah. Woo! <laughs> uh, and on the... On Happy March, 26th. Thank you. <laughs> on March 2nd, <laughs> Phil Johnson, we just mentioned. And on the 3rd, Sea Monkey. So happy birthday, guys. All right. Speaking of me, I did a song... Uh, based on a whole bunch of goings-on on Reddit, because I spend way too much time on Reddit. So, here is Stonks Only Go Up by Devo Spice. Go! Go! Nothing but rockets, they only go up! Go 
But they only go Shorted all the stock Hoping that it fell The Reddit runs the game Though they can't spell Diamond hands holding We ain't never selling I got 12 shares I'm the rebellion Got AMC, Nokia, and GameStop And watch them go up Smooth brain apes Trying to live the dream Buy whichever stock Makes the best meme Possibly the dumbest Get rich quick scheme They only go up They only go up They only go up Blackberry, we got diamonds for balls, cause it is that scary. Am I a force to be feared when I attack Barry? I just YOLO the rest of my 401k and we'll see what that brings. You lost 20 billion, you I bet that stings. My stock's taking off like it got new wings. Going 10 rounds when I hear that bell ring, and it only goes up, and it only goes up, and then it stays up, and then it stays up. And if you ask anybody about the stock, just point to the moon and say. It's all the way up, it's all the way up, it's all the way up, it's all the way up. Stunks only go up, stunks only go up. This isn't advice, it's don't listen to me, but they only go up. 20 million shares worth of movie pass, cause 35 bucks and it's moving fast. With more kick to it than a smoothie has, but these hedge funds are more devious than head nuns in 08. Failed out, we got the shaft, but if I lose money, the economy don't crash, now your butt hurt. Losing to an amateur money printer goes brrrr. That means it's all the way up. 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 My buddy says I can't go wrong, so I bought Blockbuster. Ooh, we dumb. But they only go up. But they only go up. Go all the way up. Go all the way up. Stonks only go up. Stonks only go up. Stonks only go up. Sometimes they go down, but they only go up. It's all you can eat at the Warren Buffet. So this song has a story behind it. Um, basically what happened was um, I had a little bit of money in my E-Trade account, and I told this story on The Insider recently. Um, and last spring when the pandemic hit and the economy tanked, if you remember the stock market dropped about like 30% or something, within a couple of days, um, I was like, you know what, now's a good time to buy. And I, I took that little bit of money and I put it into an index fund just so because I knew it was going to go back up. And then last fall, I discovered the Wall Street Bets community on Reddit, who are a bunch of weirdos who YOLO money they can't afford to lose at whatever stock makes the best meme. And some of them have made a lot of money <laughs> doing this. Um, and uh, one guy posted that GameStop had been shorted a lot, like 160% of the stock had been shorted um, because the hedge funds all thought that GameStop was GameStop was going to go out of business and you know the stock was going to drop. And if it dropped, they were going to make money. Well, because they had shorted 160% of the stock, that meant that when they had to cover the the shorts, their you know the demand outstripped the supply by quite a bit, and the, the price started going up. And so this made sense to me, and I bought some some GameStop, and uh, I, I put like I bought what did I buy eight shares? Came out to like a hundred and sixty dollar investment, so I wasn't throwing a ton of money at this or anything. And then it just started going up and up and up and up and up, and then it spiked, and it broke four hundred dollars at one point. Um, <laughs> 
And then it just it like wildly going up and down. And then I sold when it hit like it was like two sixteen, I think, when I sold. So I turned my hundred and sixty dollar investment into sixteen hundred dollars. So I did pretty good. <laughs> That's awesome. So um I've been reading Wall Street bets a lot, you know, over over you know, and I was like, these people, you know, they, they made me some money. The least I could do is get them a song. And um and then I stumbled upon all the way up by Fat Joe. And I just kind of put the two of them together and just mm-hmm. was walking around going, stonks only go up. Because that's like the, the mantra is stonks only go up. And then when I came up with the line, sometimes they go down, but they only go up. I, I thought that was really funny. And I was like, okay, I now, love that line. now I'm going to do it. Because, <laughs> I mean, that there's there's this thing on, on, on Wall Street Bets where people post what they call loss porn where people will post their losses, especially if it's like a lot of money. And, you know, so people will say, oh, this, this guy's doing it right. You know, buy high, sell low. That's the way to do it. You know, this guy <laughs> lost $85,000. And I'm like, oh, my God, dude, Jesus. <laughs> wow. Wow. Imagine, ha- imagine be- having so much money that that you can, you know, that you can have something like that happen and you're just like, ah, lols. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, well, <laughs> quarter million dollars, whatever, you know, but I recently, I was watching, I recently said that about the money thing. I know it's kind of related, but not, but uh, I was watching Pawn Stars and I said, I want to have enough money in my life where the Pawn Stars offer me like $5,000 for something. I can say, you know what? Now nah, keep it in the family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll just keep it. <laughs> so the people on on uh, Wall Street Bets have kind of their own uh, lingo that they use for a lot of stuff, and I use some of it in the song. Um, diamond hands is what they call people who hold the stock, regardless of how of what happens. And you know they're they're they're, they're doing that now with GameStop because GameStop is still overly shorted. And a lot of people have bought GameStop, so they're telling to just hold it. Just hold it. Diamond hands strong. Just hold it. Um, the opposite of that is paper hands for people who sell at the first sign of trouble. Um, I didn't mention that in the song, but um, there's also tendies, a.k.a. chicken tenders, a.k.a. money you made by the, from the stock. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then uh, stonks, obviously. Stonks only go up. Um the they like to use post with a lot of rockets emojis and and things like that and then they'll do the diamond hands emojis um so they'll a lot of times they'll go money printer go burr all the way to the moon all the way to the moon all the way up you know so that was kind of what 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 um inspired that um they refer to themselves as idiots stupid people smooth-brained apes is what they like to call themselves they also call themselves retards which I th- I think they do because it's an acronym, uh, not an acronym, anagram of traders, and but I, I didn't want to use that in the song because it was going to be heard outside of Wall Street bets, and I didn't want to go there. Um, and what else do they do? Um, oh, there was a there's a whole website dedicated to this. That's right. Yeah, it's like I kept thinking of the movie. The, the animated film, which is one of the best animated films of that year, one of the funniest, there's a movie that Warner Brothers Animation did called Storks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. About, so I just kept thinking, like, in my mind, I keep picturing, like, you know, like like a movie poster parody of Storks, except it's Stonks! You know? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Samberg and Kelsey Grammer in Stonks! <laughs> 
Oh, we like the stock is the is the other um like thing. Oh, and th- and that was the funniest thing is there's a guy on Reddit who a year ago called what was going to happen with GameStop. Like and he he goes oh. by the username Deep Fucking Value. And literally a year ago he was talking about how GameStop was and and he even said in January of 2021 it's it's going to take off. Um and so he bought I forgot how many thousands of shares at like a whole bunch at like $4 a share, then like another like 30,000 shares at like 30 cents a share, something like that. He managed to get really cheap calls somehow. Dude is now worth millions of dollars because of, <laughs> of what's happened. And um, because of all, all the shenanigans that were going on, the SEC has started investigating and, and there were hearings last week in Congress and deep fucking value was was called to testify about what was happening on Reddit. And so he he actually came off fantastic. The dude was, is he's a smart guy um and he he knows his shit and he was one of the few people who you could tell was telling the truth because they interviewed the the, the CEO of um Robinhood, the uh, the CEO of Citadel uh and a, you know a couple other like big name people and when the when the senators would ask uh, I think his name is Keith. When they when they asked him a question, they would say, "Okay, you know, did you pump the stock? Yes or no?" And he said, "No. I just I'm you know I just expressing my opinion." If they said yes or no, he answered yes or no, no problem. The CEO of Robinhood was like, "You know, were you trying to to, to manipulate the market? Yes or no?" And the guy was like, "That's a very important question, Senator. Thank you for answering that. You know, when I was a boy in Bulgaria, you know, we spent all this time, you know, just going on and on and completely dodging the question. It was it was so stupid. But deep fucking value came off like a hero. And at one point." Um, he actually said, he, he looked right at the camera and he said, we like the stock and, <laughs> and everybody, <laughs> everybody on Reddit just went nuts. <laughs> so it was great. It's like I could just picture like confetti and explosions yeah. and like air horns. Like, <laughs> he said it, he said it. <laughs> oh man. And, so. and I, I'm certainly not the first person, I'm probably the last person to have pointed this out, but out of all the companies for this thing to be happening around, the fact that it's GameStop, which is a right. business <laughs> so well known for, you know, oh, here's a video game, it's, you know, $59.99, then you come back a week later, oh, I've played and beaten it, can I sell it back to the store? It's like, oh yeah, you $3. Right. <laughs> 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 and, and and so much of their advertising is like, yeah, we buy we we buy games back, but they give you like dick all for what that game should be worth. Yeah, yeah and the, so. people on Reddit were joking about that for a while too. It was like something like, yeah, I bought the stock for one hundred and thirty dollars and I sold it for twelve. Like, oh, just like GameStop. Yeah, that's how they work. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, good times. Is this song by Fat Joe a recent song? Uh, it's from 2016, I believe. So it's fairly recent. Okay. It's a couple of years old, but it's fairly recent. Yeah, I, 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 I don't recall hearing it before, but you know, per usual, when a song like that comes along, I, I, I appreciate it. It's like, because I try to do this, and you, you do this too. I'm, and a bunch of other fun people do this when it's a parody of a song that isn't as famous as you know whatever bohemian rhapsody right <laughs> it's like i'm gonna put a link to the music video or whatever of the song in my font description so those who haven't heard it yet if they want to can hear the original before they hear my parody so 
so yeah it's like when i when i got to this i'm like okay let me hear this song first and then i'll listen to devos so yeah it's just mm-hmm. excellent work thank you i think that's always a good sign of a good uh, of, a, of a really solid like yours though because i hadn't heard the song either but i love the song and i think when a parody's done that well you don't even need to know the original um i encounter that all the time because I, most of the songs i parody my wife has never heard of so <laughs> yeah ideally you but, want the parody to be able to stand on its own even if you know even right, if people exactly, have never yeah, heard the yeah. original um yeah. but you know for the people who've heard the original you know they'll get a little bit more out of it um right so the funny story with this song is MC Lars parodied uh, all the way up as well. His his song is called Jabba the Hut, and it's available on his YouTube channel. And so as I've done with some other songs, when other artists have parodied the same song, I approached Lars and I'm like, hey, can I pay you half of what you paid your producer and use your music? And he was like, let me just put you in touch with the producer just to make sure he's okay with you using the same music. And I was like, okay, fine. So he gave me right. the producer's name contacted the guy and it turns out he didn't have that music anymore because he lost it all in a hard drive crash oh man so so he was like i i can recreate it for you sure no problem so he redid the music for me again and did did a fantastic job so i will definitely be using this guy in the future so i i actually think mine sounds a little bit better than lars's so (laughs) as far as the music goes (laughs) Lars had the practice track. You got the original. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I don't have anything else to, to add about this song. Um, you can check out the um, the top 50 Devo Spice poll at devospice.com slash top 50 uh, if you want to see the entire results. Um, or, you know, I, I run down the entire thing and give some commentary on the latest episode of The Insider. So check that out. Um, and I'm online at devospice.com as always and keep an eye out for uh live concert streaming coming soon to a twitch near you uh probably monday nights is what we were talking before the show i think it's going to be monday nights because just because there's nobody streaming on dementia radio on monday nights and not that i'm going to be casting my audio to dementia radio but i don't want to split the audience you know i don't want people to go do do i listen to this guy's show or do i listen to devo stream you know so um i just figured you had to pick the night i record my podcast didn't you do you do it live? Whatever, do you know. huh? Do you do it live? We don't do it live. No. Well, then no, who we cares? <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I don't want to watch yours live, though. That's what I mean. I'm going to be doing something else. Oh, okay. Well, you can catch the replay, and I can't That's watch fine. yours. That's what I meant. Okay, <laughs> I can't help you there. <laughs> I know, I know. I tried. All right, uh, let's <laughs> do some feedback. Making the internet absolutely ridiculous. Dementia Radio. www.dementiaradio.org. Port 8027. Please hang up and try again. This is the part where there's feedback. 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 You know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. (laughs) Feedback. Draconis 
Okay, so this feedback actually came in last week from Draconis, but it came in after I updated the script for the show, and I forgot to check for last-minute feedback right before we went on the air. So my apologies to Draconis for not getting this in last week. He actually is asking questions to the people who are no longer here. Uh, but Draconis wrote, This week we have Sergeant Meh and the Weekly Goody Report. Newbie, what got you into the funny music? How did you hear of the thump? Also, who are your inspirations? So I apologize, I can't pass those on. Uh, Luke, what do you think of the mini console craze, like the Intellivision flashback? And Steve will make an appearance via pre-recorded message. So Luke, the mini console thingy. I like them. <laughs> uh, I don't have one, but I like them. I like that they exist. I do too. I've I've contemplated getting some, but I kind of don't need to because I still have all my old consoles. Like like I can get the NES mm -hmm. Mini, but I have an NES right over there, so it's, yeah, I, I never bothered. Um, I've I've thought about getting some of the the Atari ones, like the Atari Flashback. I think was the first one, but it's like you can't play Kaboom with a joystick, and they don't give you a paddle. And I'm like, there, there's certain games you can't play with a joystick. You have to have a paddle, and they don't give you the right Night controller. Driver. Yeah, Night Driver. You can't play Night Driver, Night Driver yeah. with yeah, a joystick. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um like it, there was a gamecube well it was for other systems too but i, I had it for a gamecube there was a game called intellivision lives that had like oh yeah at least, at least 50 different intellivision games on it mm -hmm. and that's where I, that was how i harvested all the sound effects i used to make the backing track for um my parents bought me intellivision oh okay <laughs> so, so i so i technically you know have that somewhere amongst all the things i own but a lot of the things i own are back in wisconsin so so getting the Intellivision uh, thingy, you know, that he just mentioned, uh, I, I probably would really dig that if I could find it. So, hmm. All right, so that's all the feedback we got this week. We do have a third song this week. Uh, Steve Goody sneaking in another one because why not? So <laughs> here is Ted Cruz by Steve Goody. Texas water has turned to snow And that's why Ted Cruz had to go With his family off to Cancun they went To escape his frozen constituents And now that he's in Mexico Americans unite with one call Wing and left wing, now we all shout. Build that wall, you slimy entitled piece of poop. Go, we hope you plan on staying. And I think we can agree that if Ted's down there, Mexico is definitely paying. Oh, it's cold at night and the stoves won't light. Ted has no heart, why'd you elect him? He's always been a bigoted treasonous worm. I'm glad United Airlines let him check in. Here's hoping Cancun won't reject him. While AOC raises millions for Texans. Hey, Texas, could you please not re-elect him? I'm here again with Steve Goody. Hi, Steve. Hi, Tom. Long time no talk. No it's been so long. Been so long. Since you, you just decided you had to have another song up on the Fump. Yes, meet. I'm hogging up the Fump. And then I realized, hmm, I wonder whose song gets two days less of spotlight because of me. Oh, it's you. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Sorry. It's fine. Nobody cares. <laughs> um, so uh, 
since this is a song about current events and since people might be listening to this show years in the future when this, you know, may not have heard of this, tell us what happened that inspired this song. Okay. Ted Cruz was an asshole, is an asshole, and continues to be an asshole. <laughs> oh, you want more than that? A little more uh, detail. <laughs> there was an unexpected storm in the middle of winter. And it hit Texas, and they're not ready for it. And so they got all snowed in, and the power went out across the state, and millions and millions of people were cold and freezing and had nothing to eat and no way to bathe, and everything was frozen. And everyone at the swimming pool, and that's everybody, now had a skating rink. And Ted Cruz chose this moment to go off to Mexico for a little vacation with the family and then blamed his daughters when he got busted for it. <laughs> I saw <laughs> that. How old are his kids? They're 10, 10-ish. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're young yeah. kids and yeah like, but his his wife was going down there and it turns out one of his friends was going down also he wasn't needed to chaperone it's just stupid <laughs> so his, his wife and his wife's boyfriend were good were right going that's down. right his, his daughters and their boyfriends right and, and their girlfriends and yeah so he came back pretty much immediately right he didn't stay yeah. down there or did he go back down there i don't know I think he's back because he's in Washington. I heard him talking on the on the Merrick Garland um, uh, talks about uh, whether to um, make him the attorney general. I forget all the words for this stuff. Hearings, the uh, you know, the approval that yeah, yeah, yeah. Ted's back making an ass of himself in Washington because he does it in every place he goes. That's what he does. That's what he does. And I felt he needed a song that's just a little too long for TikTok. Ah, <laughs> you know, I'm making them shorter and shorter. If I could make it just a little shorter, I could put it on TikTok. Are you doing a lot of work on TikTok? No. I <laughs> I had one very long song that I cut up into eight pieces and put on TikTok, and each piece has gotten about 200 views. <laughs> Yay, that was a lot of effort. So well, no, at least I'm not people are watching the whole thing. A couple did, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I might have exaggerated. The first few got a couple hundred, then the last few got uh, eight. Trails off as they're yeah. like, you know, get yeah. the We get part. it. We get it. And TikTok is so good about making making it easy for you to watch things in sequence. Not I don't know. Is it just me? You have to hunt and hunt and hunt to find the next part of the thing you're watching. I don't know. I'm not. I don't use TikTok. I'm not on it's it. I mean, I, I have it on my phone, but I don't know how to use it in any way, shape or form. I respect that. The only time I ever use it is when Luke posts a link to something and I click on the link and it opens in TikTok and I'm like, oh, OK. And then, yeah. After that video is done, some random, completely unrelated videos. Right. Started, and I'm and like, if the video you wanted to see had a part two. Can you find part two? I've never tried. I don't okay, know. see, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so the song, is this a parody or is this an original? It's uh, half and half. Um, it's three sections. The first one is kind of a standard Charlie Brown Christmas thing. Da, 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 which I stole. Uh, right. Okay. So it's not exactly a parody because it, then it goes somewhere else. And then the middle part is, I don't know what I was, it's felt something like, something like Cheeseburger in Paradise since I had just done... <laughs> another paradise song because i'm an idiot <laughs> and then the last part is absolutely a parody of um uh, deep in the heart of texas yeah that part i i recognized i didn't know if you had any kind of cohesive theme for the whole thing or if oh there's no nothing cohesive no <laughs> don't be ridiculous have we met so you're basically spending all your time now just coming up with songs that you can barrage people with is, is what's going on right yes <laughs> yes nothing's changed you have nothing else to do in quarantine. Right. <laughs> I work on other people's stupid songs. And then when that dries up for a little while, I work on my own stupid songs. Okay. That's good. And whenever a politician does something stupid that inspires you to do a song. You if it's stupid enough, I will jump in. 
and Ted Cruz is very dependable. Was it Al Franken that said, what was it? He said, when he was in the Senate, he said, I like Ted Cruz more than most of my colleagues like Ted Cruz, and I hate Ted Cruz. <laughs> uh, so since you're putting out so many songs, have you considered doing FOM, February Album Writing Month? I thought about that. I sort of, no, I'm not, short answer, no. Um, just because when I get, when I feel like a burst of some, some marathon thing like that, then I'll just do it. And I've, I've had things like that. I did a, a one day a thon um, several years ago where it wasn't just write an album's worth of songs. It was write and record an album's worth of songs in one day, in 24 hours, see how much I could get done. Mm -hmm. And it, I, I made it through about 19 hours before I collapsed. <laughs> and I got seven songs begun and those beginnings recorded. None of them as they stood was anything I'd want to release, but a couple of them, I worked on further later and they became stuff that got released. So yeah, always, I think that's kind of always my thing with, with these type of marathon things. And I know the point is to get you doing something, mm -hmm. but like I, I can sit down. I, I kind of gave up on farm this year. I was going to do it. I've, I've written two songs and then I'm like, I, I have more important things to do. Um, you know, mostly fun fest. And, mm -hmm. uh, so it's like, well, I could sit down and crap out a song, but then I have a crappy song, you know. Yeah, that you put a lot of hours into. Yeah, and I don't know if I want to, you know, waste time on something that's not going to be good enough to release. Or, or yeah, uh, the idea of, of getting yourself doing something, I totally get that, and that's yeah. great. I'm already doing things. <laughs> I yeah, never stop I'm doing things. I'm kind of there too. You know, so. I need to write a new song. I can write a new song. I don't need, yeah. you know, the the march of. There's always more to do. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Fun Fest, how's that looking? It's coming along. Um, it's you know, there's not a lot I can do right now because it's still early, other than just general promotion and stuff. So mm -hmm. I'm trying to to do some of the some of the things that can wait till later, but don't have to. So like I've I've spent the last week or two working on the mobile app, you know, mm -hmm. which doesn't need to be released until you know weeks before the event, but okay. it's basically done. You know, I'm just do waiting for one. How are you feeling about whether it'll be a real in person thing or online? Thing? Um, I'm hopeful still. Um, my father has received both his vaccinations. Um, awesome. It turns out That's he didn't need the second one. Um, the, <laughs> what, we've got I'm, extra vaccinations now? I've got, uh, I'll tell you what happened. I, I'm getting my shot tomorrow, actually. Oh, good. Uh, my oh. first one. Um, so I'm hoping that by like July, everyone who wants and needs to be vaccinated will be vaccinated and we can go forward as planned That's with great. the event. Um, we'll see if that happens. You know, I won't know what the situation is actually going to be like until June or July, you know, you're, you're the first person I know who's not a, a, um, a doctor, uh, who's, who's younger than me that got a vaccination. So congratulations. Mm. Well done. Yeah. I gotta get in line. <laughs> so, so what happened with my father is, um, my father last year, last Jan a year ago, January. So 2020 in January, uh, went, took a trip to Myrtle beach, came back and got deathly ill like wow he was so sick that i was afraid he wasn't going to survive it and um at this was right as the covid outbreaks were starting to pop up in the u.s and i was like i'll bet you he fucking has covid i'll bet mm -hmm. you he has it and uh my mother got sick too but not nearly as bad as my father my father has a heart condition he has asthma and he's in his 70s you know so he's very high risk for this type of thing uh thankfully he's also an excellent doctor and he has a nebulizer at home. So he was able to treat himself and get through it. 
Now we have no confirmation that that was COVID, but okay. we suspect it was. Because it, it all went away out, before there was testing. If you've had COVID, you only need one vaccination shot. If uh, you get the second one, it kind of wreaks havoc with your immune system. <laughs> so okay. that's what he's going through right now. Is he's he's because he didn't again. know if he'd had it. Yeah, he, we, we suspect he's had it and he shouldn't probably shouldn't have had the second shot because he's already got enough antibodies and now his body is building too many and it's, mm -hmm. you know, kind of doing all sorts of other weird things. And, wow. So, <laughs> damn. So, I had no idea of any of that. I'm, I'm, yeah. I hope he's, he's, I hope he gets I mean, he's over okay. He's doing fine, but he's just, he doesn't feel well right now and he's, he's yeah. still getting through this. So, that was an educated guess to get the second vaccine, knowing that he might not need it. No, no, he didn't. He, he didn't know that. Um, well, he didn't know until after he got the shot that if you've already had COVID, you're not supposed to get the second shot. Uh, um, and he also we have no way of knowing at this point whether or not that illness was actually COVID or whether it was just right. a flu or whatever, because he wasn't tested for antibodies before he got the first shot. And that's the only way we could have known. So, ah, OK. We, do, we don't know and we will never know. So the takeaway uh, is if you've had COVID, you should get checked for antibodies before you get your first shot. Yes. And then probably only, you will only need one shot. Mm -hmm. And you, they're, they're saying we're probably going to need booster shots either yearly or, you know, every other yearly. Yes. Yeah, so. Yeah. Okay. so that'll probably be a thing going forward. But yay. So, long answer is uh, Vump Fest, I'm hopeful, <laughs> is still going to happen. Um, I just got the logo approved. I'm going to be posting that to. to and, places what, what's the date again uh i don't fucking know uh early august late august <laughs> late august uh, 20th okay. through 22nd i believe okay it's on the website there's a website you know. because right, I'm, I'm still hoping for edinburgh and if that yeah. happens um fun fest will be right after it and i'm hoping i can manage both yes we'll that's right yes you were you were supposed to get back to me when you know about edinburgh yeah, and i don't know yet i don't i don't know when i'll know you know how it is so yeah so so steve goody is one of the unannounced uh, guests at Fumpfest. Uh, you heard it here first. I'm unannounced. I'm I'm holding a slot for Steve <laughs> until he finds out whether or not the Edinburgh Fringe Festival it will be conflicting with right. Fumpfest dates. So mm -hmm. that's what's happening. So as soon as we know, as soon as Steve knows, I will know, and then as soon as I know, I'll put it on the website. So I still have this wish that they that they just make uh, the Fringe a month later this year. If we can make it September rather than August. Mm -hmm. Much more likely that the vast majority who need vaccines will have them. Yeah. And we can relax. So yeah. here's eh, weather in the UK, though. Yeah. I don't know. What like. <laughs> Maybe we could do it in Cancun. Hey, Ooh, there's a go. That's very All fringy. Right. So do you have anything you'd like to plug? Nope. <laughs> yes. Uh, VirtualComedyShow.com. That's VirtualComedyShow.com. Every Thursday at 8 exactly when this fun cast is happening that's when you should be at virtualcomedyshow.com and also stevegoody.com all right well thank you for joining us and all we right look forward to the next uh, thing you pop out with we'll probably it's coming out tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> no sorry somebody already already yeah all right, all right, all right. for a sunday slot this week, so. fair enough all right talk to you later thanks bye making the internet absolutely ridiculous Dementia Radio. www.dementiaradio.org. Port 8027. Please hang up and try again. Teasing. He's a teasing kind of guy. Now you have a job. Yeah. All right. Teasing. 
Tomorrow's song is by Knuckleheads. Yeah, woo! And Tuesday's song is by Brian Woodbury. And we are supposed to have another bonus Sunday slot this week, but it's not posted yet, so we'll see. Um, and hey, can uh, I say a couple things about that? Oh, sorry. Just want to say the next week's Spotify playlist topic is Star Wars. Okay. Woo. What do you gonna say, Luke? Star Wars. Why I enjoy that property. Yes, <laughs> indeed. I've never seen it. This is the way. Um. <laughs> um. So about regarding the interview with Steve, first of all, asking him if he's ever uh, thought about doing FOM, you know, fourteen songs in one month. It's like, isn't that every month for Steve? Pretty isn't much, it? yeah. I it's, think so. <laughs> for, yeah, it's like, he, yeah. Uh, and the other thing was. Um, uh, I, I would like to claim dibs on the Steve Goody slot because if if Steve Goody if if Steve Goody showing up uh, is a stonk, then I think I'm me paying for that stonk. <laughs> There's a decent chance he might not show up. <laughs> okay, fair enough. It's like, look, are there any slots open for Marscom? Sure, do you want one? Yeah, and then like you know. Two weeks before MarsCon. Yeah, I'll let you know if I'm going to be at MarsCon. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'll see if I feel like showing up that day. <laughs> I'm a busy guy. You know, I'm Steve Goody. I'm very important. <laughs> I have I have living rooms to perform in. <laughs> All right. So Steve Goody is at stevegoody.com. I am at devospice.com. Jeff, plug yourself one more time. YouTube channel Jeff Whitmire 47 and jeffwhitmire.bandcamp.com. I've been meaning to ask you, why 47? What's the f- significance of the 47? There really is none. I don't have an answer for that. Uh, just like I think it was when I was like 12 years old or 13 years old, I, I we were playing a game and I put my number down on 47 and someone said, why? And I said, that's my favorite number. That's it. Like, I think it just literally stuck and 47 has been my favorite number. So, All right. As good an answer as any. Yeah. All right. Let's get out of here. Thank you for listening to Night the Funny Rome. Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice. I'm Luke Ski, and look at Steph right there. Hey, everyone. Good night. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific, at DementiaRadio.org, and join us in the chat. Or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes, and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefunk.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, shout it to random people on the street, and be sure to visit thefump.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week, where you'll hear Luke Ski say, Who's been writing Star Wars parodies? It's been Jeff Whitmire all along. And Luke, and also Devo, and all the rest of us. <laughs>